You're listening to the Know the Cause podcast with Doug Kaufman. Visit us online at knowthecause.com and join the conversation at facebook.com slash knowthecause. You know, one of the things I love talking with Kyle about, we can be sitting there, you know, having a, do we eat sandwiches or beer? Um, No, we can be sitting there sharing a, distilled water together <laughs> or a salad and and we talk we inevitably we get off on diet I mean all, all the time we start talking about diet um, and Kyle is the kind of guy here's why he's gonna be a value to you listening to this I'm the kind of guy that assesses him hmm, the Mediterranean diet you know a lot of olives a <laughs> lot of you know things you'd eat in Mediterranean companies or countries and uh, Every doctor says Mediterranean diet works because nobody's put his thumbprint on it. There's not a businessman who's making money on it. So the doctors are saying that's a great diet. Then the paleo comes mm-hmm. along. Then the keto uh, was way before the Mediterranean. Then the kind of the eads, the protein, protein idea, power, high protein. Yeah. Then the gluten-free. So the difference between me and Kyle is I read these and say, oh, that's different than the Kaufman diet. Kyle has been, he takes a year and goes on every one of them, and you're just coming off one of them right now. You know, I have spent so much of my life experimenting with stuff, and this last one broke me, I think. I I, I don't know that I'll ever experiment again. Do tell. I'm going to read from now on and not actually do. (laughs) Why don't you buy different cars or something? I think that, uh, you know, the Kaufman, I call it the Kaufman antifungal diet, but the Kaufman diet... Is uh, is the my go-to diet? Okay. That's my lifestyle diet. Are you saying that because you're sitting here with me? Uh, yes. <laughs> no. I, it Checks really, really, really is. I mean, that is my go-to diet. But sometimes I experiment, and sometimes I play around with different ideas. And I thought, you know, this ketogenic diet is starting to become really popular, and a lot of people who are in the paleo world are promoting the uh, ketogenic diet, or mm-hmm. at least ketosis. Okay, All right, pushing you into a state of ketosis. Right, it's funny because the paleo diet by itself will not put you into ketosis. Okay. Way too much protein, way too many good guy carbs, mm-hmm. uh, and yet all of these paleo people talk about ketosis as though they're living in a continuous state of it. It is hard to get into ketosis. Would, would that be dangerous to live in a constant state of it? Let's, let's talk about that. Okay. First of all, it's so hard to get in ketosis. We're talking about 20 grams or less of carbohydrates a day, Mm. 50 grams or less of protein per day, because a lot of people don't realize, they think if you're eating a lot of protein, this is gonna be pro-ketotic. Actually, protein can turn into sugar. It can turn into glucose if it needs to. It's just a molecule, and they can tinker toy out of protein and into Uh, glucose, Mm -hmm. turn into glycogen, stored in the liver and in the muscles. But then the majority of your diet is fat on the ketogenic diet. Now, we're not afraid of fat, and that's why we're lumped in with Mediterranean, paleo, uh, gluten-free, and and all the rest, uh, protein power. We're not afraid of fat on Kaufman antifungal, so we're all in this camp together of not being afraid of fat. But whenever you are mostly eating fat, I gotta tell you, if your entire diet is cream cheese and, and fiber, I'm sorry, you are not getting a lifestyle diet. Yeah. It just doesn't exist on keto. I've read all the keto books. 
I have read all the keto studies. I love all of these guys. Dom D'Agostino. I love, uh, just name all the Rob Wolfs of the world. Mm-hmm. I love these guys. Uh, Jimmy Moore, I know him. I've read him. I love it. We're not enemies. But the idea of being ketotic for the rest of your life and eating this limited diet of cream cheese and more cheese and bacon grease and uh, you know me... egg yolks, this is a disaster after a while. Where in the world do you get your micronutrients on, so, on this kind of diet? So first of all, two things, Kyle, I wanna interject, and I'm sorry. Number one, the ketogenic diet came along out of Mayo Clinic in the 1950s, as I recall, that's when I first read about it, yeah. as an anti-seizure for children. Epilepsy, uh, yeah. So you use a lot of cream cheese and you know fats and so forth, and it really did help kids. It's with fantastic epilepsy. for them. In the 1950s, we didn't know what ketosis was, so we, we didn't know that we were placing these children perhaps at risk, perhaps not. But along comes some of these books on the ketogenic, or it's called Nutritional Ketogenic uh, Program, and they say this is a good diet because we're killing cancer cells with it. Yeah, this is, this is one of the things that has, if, if there's anything that burns me up about pro-ketosis, uh, that crowd, it's just that. Everything else what, I can cancer, live with, it's the cancer, the cancer thing. Yeah. They will say that cancer cannot live on ketones for fuel. It is not true. I have uh, oh, about Is that what eight, all those are? Eight <laughs> That's studies. What all those, I was yeah. wondering why you brought those in. I brought these in because I knew that we'd be talking about this. And here's one uh, that is from Cell Cycle uh, Journal. Okay. Uh, ketones increase cancer cell uh, recurrence, metastasis, and poor clinical outcomes in breast cancer. Wait a minute, that's saying the opposite then. If you're a breast cancer patient and you're into ketosis because of the food you're eating, that's dangerous. You're gonna actually feed cancer. Very first line of the abstract. Previously, we showed that high energy ketones fuel tumor growth. Wow. Okay, that's the very first line of the abstract. Here's another one, ketone body utilization drives tumor growth and metastasis. This is also in Cell Cycle magazine. Uh, There are, I brought eight with me, all basically saying variations of the same thing. And here's the thing, I thought myself, it makes a lot of sense to me based on what we know about starving fungus First of all, if you know the fungus linked to cancer, mm-hmm. then you know that starving fungus could be a positive thing when it comes to dealing with cancer. So I thought, okay, the phase one diet is good at starving cancer. I'm sorry, the Kaufman diet is good at starving <laughs> I'm cancer. I'm still doing that, by the way. I'll learn at some point. If the Kaufman diet is good at starving cancer, I bet the ketogenic diet punches it in the face, rips its head off, and just destroy. I'm gonna do this myself. Well, a lot of people are doing it because they say it helps you to lose weight. It does. It helps you to lose water weight just like that, overnight. Remember what the hydrate is in carbohydrate. Water. Mm -hmm. You're losing a lot of water instantly. I mean, 20 pounds in a month. It's, It's 20 pounds in a week is not unheard of. But then these people are staying on it. But then you stay on it, and you are, you think that you should be losing a lot of weight. There's one guy who is very popular in the keto world that lost a lot of weight initially. He remains obese, 
eight years after starting it, continues to be a keto god in that world. And the keto has not taken him where he needs to go, but because he's popular in the keto world, and I like the guy, so I'm not gonna name his name, but uh, because he's popular with that, and he's made a name for himself, he's never gonna leave the ketogenic diet, even though it's not working for him now. When you come off of the ketogenic diet, and here's the thing, there are contraindications for keto. If you have uh, any kind of thyroid problems, this can be a disaster. The thyroid needs some carbs. Uh, adrenal problems, which I have had. I've got no cortisol. I make, some people are worried about high cortisol. In the mornings, I make no cortisol. You wonder why I'm a night right, owl, Doug, exactly. why you get emails from me at 2 a.m. That's when my cortisol is spiking. <laughs> and so, uh, so I'm just reversed on that. But having no carbs at all is a disaster for people like that. Here's another thing that's never talked about also, and this is, I think, the biggest scourge, and it's what I'm dealing with now. After you spend, and I was 16 months on the ketogenic diet, by the way, really was on it. A lot of people don't test themselves with blood Mm -hmm. to make sure that they're doing, they'll do a ketone strip with urine, but that Mm -hmm. only works for a few weeks. Then you've got to do blood testing. Uh, Blood testing, I was in keto 16 months. When you come off of it, it's like, okay, well, I I don't really know what the big deal is with this diet. I'm going back to, at the time, phase one. I'm going back to the Kaufman diet. I went back to the Kaufman diet and blew up like a grape. Gain gain weight? Oh. Really? I instantly gained uh, 10 pounds in in a month. And Doug, I'm eating well. I'm exercising every day. Is your body repairing? Is that what No, 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 no. You, your cells are so insensitive to insulin, it's almost like you're a diabetic. On the keto diet. On the, uh, after you go come back off. to carbs. Yeah, okay. after you come off of it. Wow. If you've been on the keto diet for a long period of time, and there are a lot of studies that, that uh, talk about this, you can become insulin insensitive after having no carbs for that long, your body just doesn't even know what to do with it. Uh, Gained a total of 23 pounds. Wow. 23 pounds. So it's not being on the keto diet, it's coming off the keto diet. The blazer that I'm wearing right now, I had to buy for this show just to cover (laughs) the gut that has gotten so... And listen, I'm, I'm somebody who's not too proud to just tell you 23 pounds in a few months of eating perfectly, exercising no less than an hour every day, and knowing how to lose weight. It's not a mystery to me how to lose weight, and yet right now, I can't seem to prevent the weight gain. It has been, and I said this on the TV show, Doug, it has been the worst experience of my entire life. I have been known as the guy who is the guinea pig, the experimenter. This may have broken me of ever doing another experiment again because right now I'm trying to get, I am, let's see, we're taping this in September. So I am nine months out of the ketogenic diet and my weight has still not even stabilized to the place where it just has remained static, much less going down. Physiologically, the longer you're on, uh, this diet would the same thing have happened, Kyle, on 
the paleo diet? No. Because you're not pushing yourself into no. a... You're not putting yourself in an abnormal state. Right. It's, it's abnormal to never have a blueberry. Yeah. It's abnormal yeah. to never have a carrot. Right. It's weird to only have cream cheese all day for six uh, for sixteen months. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's just not okay. I'm sorry. I'm raising my voice. <laughs> that's just not okay. Uh, what I like about Kaufman antifungal is here comes some berries, really really good at uh, killing fungus. Here comes some carrots, great at killing fungus. Here comes a grapefruit. Great at killing fungus. And oh, by the way, it's providing me with good guy carbs for the thyroid, for the adrenals. My, I'm, I'm not going overboard, and my insulin is... I did a blood test just before I went on keto. I had been on the phase one, yep. Kaufman diet, and my insulin was so good, Doug. I mean, perfect. My blood sugar was in the 80s. Yep. Uh, my weight was spot on. Yep. I mean, gr every single th thyroid thumping. I mean, just beautiful. Went on the ketogenic diet. Uh, about two months after I came off the ketogenic diet, this past February or yep. March, I took it. Insulin, disaster. Thyroid, disaster. Uh, blood sugar, a disaster. Adrenal, disaster. Uh, disaster... Over and over and over. For the first time in my life, I've, I've, I've never had a disaster with any of these things. But after 16 months of the ketogenic diet, then transitioning back to the diet that had me perfect, um, well, Kyle, it's well, been a nightmare. Is it just you, or would this tend to happen to other people, number one? And number two, are you going to be okay? In other words, you're back on for a few months the <laughs> Kaufman diet. Will you be okay? Shoot me at Christmas time, this September. Three months from now, what do you expect? I'm waiting to stabilize, to be honest. I, I, I've been going up, 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 in, in, uh, meaning up, up, up in weight. And, 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 and on Friday uh, of this week, I'm getting some new blood work done just to see where I am. Because you uh, really feel bad, right? I feel terrible. Yeah. And, and, and I have for, uh, for nine months. And it was like getting off of the ketogenic diet is one of those things where you were pushed to such extremes that you, your, your body is having a hard time just finding where its equilibrium is all yeah. over again. I will be okay. I'm gonna be all right, because I know what diet works, but it takes some time for the body. Do, do you remember when I did the, uh, the weird experiment? Yes, I love that. Uh, one year, in case you don't know about it, guys, I did an experiment where uh, I got tired of people saying, I want to take supplements rather than doing Doug's diet. So I said, I'm gonna do an experiment to show you why this doesn't work. Okay. I did six months of doing Kaufman diet, right supplements, exercise. Then the next six months, I continued to take the supplements, I continued to exercise, but I just ate Pizza, horrifically. Yeah. Pizza, donuts, yep. doesn't matter. And I only made, I say I did it six months, I only made it four and a half months because I was miserable. I remember that. Gained yeah. too much weight, restless leg, insomnia, psoriasis like crazy. You remember up. that, I took yes. pictures of that yep. one. And, uh, 
And so it was time to say, okay, I'm done with that. Let's get back and normalize. I know it's going to take a few months to get back to normal again. That's when I threw out the knee. That's when I called you and said that the knee has just been a, you know. And it, whereas it used to take about a month to get back where I needed to be, it took six months to get back where I needed to be, partially because of my age, I think. Um, This time, it's been nine months, and I'm not where I need to be. And... I will eventually get there, but at my age, at 46 years old, and it takes nine months to recover from a 16-month experiment, it's telling me that the experimentation days are over. I'll eventually get where I need to be, but guys, the point is, is that the Kaufman diet is a lifelong lifestyle diet. You're going to want blueberries. You're going to want blackberries and strawberries. You're going to want lemons and limes. You're going to want salad, you're going to want meat, fish, you're going to want everything that is permissible on the uh, Kaufman diet, which is, you can also call it paleo, it's the same thing, but you want all of that. You want a variety. In fact, there's a produ- our producer, John, is pulling up some pictures. We're in a room where there's a plasma screen TV, That's and he's pulling up. Yeah. yeah, but do you have the one? I'm sorry. I know that you're not able to see this, guys, but do you have the one where it was my sides? John, I don't know if you even, if you have I the remember, ones. Yeah, oh, there's my there's feet. feet yeah. <laughs> but it, it was, uh, yeah, there's, you can see wow. the bumps there. Yep, it's just yep. so bad. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to narrate for you guys showing pictures of my feet that are just red and scaly. At some point, uh, we're going to... That was gonna, that experiment that you... It was that experiment. But the point is, is that uh, you want a variety of foods. Yep. You're going to want some uh, vegetables. You can't I can't have, tell you when the last cream cheese I've had... Yeah. You know, now... Can Try I, living on it. In the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't... Kyle. You can have 27 different uh, recipes for a cream cheese-based... Uh, meal, and it's still just cream cheese. Kyle, when I read some of the original work coming out of the Mayo Clinic in the 70s, right, I knew that that wasn't a diet, you know, you you want, when we say the D word to 99% of Americans, that means what can I stay on regularly and not get sick or suffer from scurvy or beriberi or pellagra? I'm gonna I'm gonna mention a diet that's popular now. Okay. If you would do me a favor, take a couple of sentences yep. and just uh, describe each one. Not 15 minutes like I just did. Yeah, would you <laughs> cut it to that. 10 minutes? No, <laughs> um, the Mediterranean diet. It's a good diet. Um, and it's more of a lifestyle diet. There's uh, there they they emphasize a lot of the uh, polyunsaturated fat, mm-hmm. fatty acids mm-hmm. like olive oil, mm-hmm. and that's great. I think that those poofas are kind of overemphasized. I like the more fish, but there's a lot of fish in the Mediterranean diet. It's it's fine. I think that there are some things on it that I would try to s- tend away from, but Wine, not maybe? bad. <laughs> that's the biggest one. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's part of it. Uh, paleo. It's identical to phase one in almost every, in mm-hmm. every way. Um, and so, yeah, I like it. Yeah, good. Keto. We just did... Uh, your, Keto, your... Uh, let me tell you something. Keto is great for epilepsy, and keto as a short-term thing, and by short-term I mean a month or two, a month, it takes you a month to get into ketosis, okay? Okay. But if after you do that, you stay on it for a couple of months for some, you know, marginal mm-hmm. reason, I don't see any problem with that, but I think it's a disaster for a lifetime. How do you know when you're in ketosis? There's two ways. You can take a urine 
test where you're urinating on a strip mm -hmm. and it tells you, but that only works for about two weeks to a month. And then it switches, your body switches what kind of ketone. Uh, and that kind of ketone doesn't show up on a keto strip anymore. So there's a special kind of blood test that you can take um, that tests for ketones. And if you eat too much protein, you can go out of ketosis. Obviously, if you have too many carbs, you can go out of ketosis. And so you ha the only way to know for sure that you're in it is that blood test. And then higher And protein. there's a breathalyzer test too. Oh, Jimmy right. Moore, that's I'm sorry, right. Jimmy Moore has popularized one and it's very cool and I love it, um, but that's non-invasive and so that's helpful okay. also. Uh, the higher protein diets, the Atkins diet, Eads diet, et cetera. A lot of those are good too because they're not afraid of fat, they're not afraid of protein. Or berries. And they're, or berries. <laughs> right. They're not afraid. And uh, most of them are grain-free in some way. Mm -hmm. And so, or at least a very, it, it, it's limiting grain a lot. So a lot of these are, are pretty good. Gluten-free diet. Gluten-free diet is, is silly for most people. Um, I always say, don't be hard on yourself. Don't do things that are harder than necessary. Why, why would you do that? Life is way too short. So gluten, uh, gluten is a problem for approximately 1% of the American population. 40% of the American population is doing gluten-free. So 39% uh, of the population is making life too hard on themselves. The other thing about gluten-free is that there are so many gluten-free foods that are out now, gosh, and some of it's ridiculous. I saw gluten-free toothpaste the other day. <laughs> gluten-free toothpicks as well. Um, but gluten-free often means that they make like bread or crackers or something, but instead of using wheat, they'll use a gluten-free grain. Oh, by the way, corn is a big one. Well, corn is the most notorious carrier of mycotoxins, in particular aflatoxin B1, that there is. Uh, and so a lot of times what we find is that people will do gluten-free, and at first what they're doing is whole foods. They're not buying snacky crackers and stuff like that. So they're doing uh, just grain, a grain-free lifestyle, which is pretty much, mm -hmm. you know, um, Kaufman, Kaufman diet. And at first, their symptoms go away. And then they start experimenting with all of these crackers that have corn in them, and their symptoms start returning. And sugar. And sugar. Yeah. And so, because sugar sugar's gluten-free. Gluten yeah. That's exactly right. That is such a good point, Doug, because there are a lot of things that are gluten-free that are really not a great idea. And so uh, I think that uh, for 1% of you, the gluten-free diet's a really good idea, but even for that 1%, uh, not with the corn and the sugar. And that really limits what you can eat. But, uh, but <laughs> why don't you just go to the Kaufman diet and you can be gluten-free, but also corn-free, mycotoxin-free, and everything else. Sugar-free, et cetera. Sugar-free. Really good to talk to you. Thank you for this Sorry vast for the soapbox. No, I no really, soapbox at all. I, I hope that being transparent with people, what I want is for people to not be biting their nails and being afraid of ketosis and hating on all of these guys who are in the keto world. Right. I love these guys. These are terrific uh, men and women. Yep. And uh, all I want you to know is that my experience as a chronic experimenter is that I want a lifestyle diet. That's the Kaufman diet, not the keto diet. Great to be with you. Great Thank to be you with so you. much. You bet. Thank you for listening to the Know the Cause podcast with Doug Kaufman. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to give us a five-star rating on iTunes or tell a friend. 
For more, visit us online at knowthecause.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash knowthecause.